Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds weekly WordPress newsletter. We've reached number 82. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 23rd of September, and it was published on Monday, the 30th of September, 2019. My name's Nathan Wrigley from pictureandword.co.uk, a small web development agency based in the north of England, and we'll get stuck into our news in just a few moments. It normally takes about 20 to 25 minutes, but before we do that, just a couple of bits of housekeeping. If you wouldn't mind heading over to wpbuild.com forward slash subscribe and there you're going to be able to get in touch with WP Builds and keep abreast of all the things that we're doing. So there's a couple of newsletter lists. One newsletter is just keeping you up to date with podcast episodes and the news that you're listening to now. And the other one in the run up to Black Friday is a really good list to be on because it's going to alert you to any WordPress deals that come along as soon as I hear about them. I'm going to send them your way in a very, very short and pithy plain text email. So that's the blue one on that page, the blue form. Also on that page, subscribe on your favourite podcast player, join our Facebook group and there's a few other options as well. The other thing to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash deals and over there you're going to find something that's a little bit like Black Friday but every day of the week, a whole bunch of WordPress deals, significant amounts off certain plugins and themes. So if you're purchasing something this week, go check that out. And the other one is to say wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you would like to have your product or service advertised on the WP Builds podcast, you can get yourself in front of a very WordPress specific audience. And another one to mention is wpbuilds.com forward slash win. If you go over there, we're currently running a competition for Raffle Press, which is a a plugin for WordPress that you can use to generate viral contests. We're actually using it to run the contest to give away RafflePress, which is a bit meta, but there you go. So yeah, three lifetime, sorry, not lifetime, three licenses, the growth license. So it's their their highest annual um, tier. You can get one of those, there's three to give away, and they've got a $199 valuation. So $199, there you go, very nice indeed. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by Kinster. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinster, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH and 24-7 expert support. And you can migrate today for free at kinster.com. And we thank Kinster for their support of WP Builds. It really does help to keep these um, these endeavours going and uh, enables you to listen to them each week. So yeah, please do check out Kinster this week. Okay, let's get stuck into the WordPress news. Each and every week we divide our news up into various sections and the first section is always entitled WordPress Core and there's a few bits of news on that front. Two bits in fact in the first article because they're both about exactly the same thing which is the release of WordPress 5.3 Beta 1. I've got the article from WordPress.org and I've also got an article which covers the same topic from WP Tavern. But Basically, the release of 5.3 is due to happen on November the 12th, 2019. And so we're now in the the run-up to that, really. The beta cycle has started and we're trying to track down bugs and fix things. There's actually an awful lot going into this release. So, for example, there are 12... Um, 12 updates to the to the Gutenberg or block editor, 
12 releases, I should say. And so, for example, they include things like group block and grouping interactions, column block improvements, table block improvements, gallery block improvements, and so on. I could go on and on for ages. But there's also been a whole load of other improvements. For example, data module API improvements, insert a help panel, extensibility, um, snack bar notices, and, and more. Plus, we've got a new theme, which is the inspiration of Anders Noren's 2020. Well, it's called 2020. It's coming from his Chaplin theme. Um, and also a whole load of uh, admin interface enhancements. So big images are going to be available to WordPress. You're going to be able to resume uploads when they fail. So like, let's say, for example, you're uploading from your mobile phone and it somehow gets stopped. Well, that can be resumed. There'll be automatic image rotation during the upload process, which I think is quite neat. Um, site health checks have been improved to make it easier to identify and understand areas that may need troubleshooting. And there's going to be admin email verifications. Uh, so you'll now be able to periodically ask to check that your admin email address is up to date. And there's a whole load of other things like PHP 7.4 compatibility and date time component fixes. So basically an absolute ton of stuff coming in 5.3. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it, but it needs beta testing. So you can go to the, the one on wordpress.org and register for that if you like to help out. The next article that I've got for you today actually draws very much on what we've just been talking about because it's on WP Tavern entitled WordPress 5.3 to introduce a new admin email verification screen. And it's exactly what it says. Apparently, we're going to have this admin email verification screen that will be shown every six months or so after an admin has logged in. So the point being that if you are an admin of a site and you're regularly logging in, it's kind of no big deal. You know, you, you, you're obviously aware of what your email address and you're keeping tabs on it. But there's a lot of WordPress sites out there where this simply isn't the case. Perhaps the admin was set up in some kind of one-click installation process, or maybe the developer has has got the admin credentials and has kind of disappeared. So the idea of this is it's going to be able to, um, you're going to be able to update the admin email and it's going to be a requirement every six months or so. Um, it On that page that you're going to see, there is um, a why is this important link and it links over to a WordPress support article explaining all about this and why this has been added. I think it's a, a nifty nifty idea. It's, it's a minor little thing, but obviously if you're not using WordPress each and every day, but yet your WordPress site is important to you, uh, this could be a good way of ensuring that somebody somewhere has has administrative access and we know what the email address for that is. Just adding a little bit more detail to the 2020 theme that we mentioned a moment ago, there is another article on WP Tavern by Justin Tadlock entitled 2020 Bundled in Core Beta Features Overview. And Justin, who is a very expert developer in the WordPress space, has taken a, a first look at the, the beta of WordPress 5.3 and has looked at the 2020 theme. He's very much in praise of it, I think. He likes a lot of the style choices that are made. Um, he likes a lot of the, the choices that have been made in terms of bold headings that he thinks are opinionated. He likes things like the, the pull quotes, which attract your attention. I rather like the look of it, I have to say. I do like the, the 
the fonts that they've gone for and the iconography it looks very very nice then it goes into the customizer options that are available so there's a retina logo option option for showing or hiding a search icon in the header choice uh, between showing the full post or summary header or footer color backgrounds and accent color and and for sorry for links and so on and you know, just really nice then he talks about how to custom how um, custom page templates can be implemented and then finally goes on to talk about uh, the page load speed the page loading speed and he talks about the fact that it's still a fairly 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 hefty CSS file but not as big as we had in 2019 so it's definitely going to be speeding sites up a little bit and then he's also got some links where you can see the development of this theme over time so great article Staying on the subject of themes, this time we're talking about the theme review team. WP Tavern has an article entitled Theme Review Team Restructures into Project Representatives. So the theme review team over the last few years has, I think, struggled to kind of keep up. There's been so many themes been put in to the repository and keeping up has been difficult. And so they've restructured themselves. And so they've kind of changed the name into um, project representatives instead of um, review team leads. So the idea here is that instead of having a couple of people right at the top and people underneath them work their way up on a merit-based system, so eventually they become one of the two leads, um, the idea of that was that it would last for six months and then they would swap around, but sometimes people weren't able to stop after six months and they kept going, so that led to problems. But also six months can be a long time and burnout can happen, so what they've decided to do is kind of flatten that structure uh, and split it up into five different representative teams, if you like. You've got the theme review representatives, the theme package representatives, the automation representatives, the theme handbook representatives, and the communication representatives. And these people won't have to sort of have a tenure of six months. They can drop in, come back. They can swap from one team, I'm going to say, to another. I keep using the word team, even though that's the, the wrong way. And the idea is that it sort of flattens the structure a little bit and makes it easier for this job to be done. And everybody's got a bit more of a responsibility for everything and no two people are in charge of everything. So it's an iterative process. This kind of restructuring has happened in the past. We'll just have to wait and see how, how this pans out. But spreading the spreading the workload in this way seems like a good idea to me. Let's change tack a little bit and go on to our next area, our next subheading, if you like, which is community. We have an article entitled WordPress Community Contributors to Host Free Online Diversity Workshop Ahead of WordCamp US. Sarah Gooding in WP Tavern tells us all about this. Um, it's going to be something that I think in the future we're going to be talking a lot about diversity um, because we've just had this conference, this PHP conference cancelled due to the lack of a diverse lineup and there's various people in the WordPress space, so for example Jill Binder, um, Ali Nimmons and so on, who want to change this. We've got in WordCamp US a whole bunch of topics that are going to be covered in a new community track, things like meetups, WordCamps, diversity and inclusion. Inclusion. Um, and the diverse speaker workshops that Jill Binder is going to be running is uh, an idea that she's had. These workshops, she quotes, are an essential piece to the whole puzzle for creating diverse communities, attendance at events, speak public speakers, and ultimately leaders and organizers. And her point is that really the WordPress community in particular doesn't really have an excuse for not being um, a diverse 
um, a diverse platform when it comes to things like WordCamps and so on, because we have uh, lots and lots of diversity in the community. But maybe it's things like imposter syndrome getting in the way and preventing people from from um, putting themselves up to speak at these events and so on and so forth. So the idea is that she's going to train people to to have the right mindset. She's going to talk about the community, um, speaking and, and, you know, public speaking and that kind of thing. And and I think this is a a really nice idea. You can read more. It's quite a long piece that Sarah Gooding has written on this. And so go check it out if diversity is something that you're interested in. We know that the environment is a topic which gets a lot of attention at the moment, but it's not so much something that we talk about in WordPress. The environment, WordPress, how do they relate? Well, Jack Lennox, who is a, an employee of Automatic, I think he works on the VIP team, um, has set himself the task of producing the smallest possible footprint that a WordPress site can possibly do. And he's managed with his um, theme to get it down to about, uh, the payload is something like six kilobytes or something. But there's a really great video of one of his talks that he did at WordCamp Europe where he, and now it's quite a long one, I have to say, it's about 45 minutes long, but he goes on to talk about the impact that this can have and how it can help save the planet. Now, there's so many unexpected things in this video, so many considerations that I never really thought of. Um, you know, the impact of requesting resources from third party sites, the the impact of having images that are larger than they really ought to be is just consuming electricity, a.k.a. the Earth's resources. And Jack has really set himself up as somebody who's trying to 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 really make a difference in this space and reduce the amount of electricity and thereby pollution that we're creating in the WordPress space, the, the, the internet space. So I would urge you, if you've got any interest in the environment and WordPress, to go and look at Jack's talk. It's, it's really inspirational and raised so many th- thoughts in my head that I independently would never have come to. So a cracking video. Thank you, Jack. I have a memory of mentioning this last year. It's not something I've ever got involved in, and so do excuse my ignorance on this one. But there is there is a thing called Hacktoberfest, and it is happening again this year. It's sponsored by Digital Ocean and Dev. And the idea is that you go in and put in pull requests for GitHub repositories and just fix things. So it says that more than 21,000 issues on GitHub have already been labeled for Hacktoberfest. So this is not necessarily a WordPress thing. It's anything to do with open source. And apparently there's about 120 WordPress related issues. So that's really all I've got to say about that. If you are consider yourself somebody that would like to be involved in this, there is no barrier to entry. You could be a very experienced or or just the beginning of your coding journey. Go and check this out and you might be able to, to fix a bug in an open source piece of software somewhere. Just a moment ago, we were talking about diversity. Well, Yoast this week have a post called Diversity, Inequality and Prejudice, a Sociological Exploration. Now, this is quite unusual for me because the point here that I'm mentioning is not about the article itself, because you can read the article for yourself and it's a very 
interesting article. I have read it, but I'm not going to discuss it. Rather, I'm going to point out that this post was created in the block editor, Gutenberg. And so they've created this interesting post and they've tried to push the boundaries with what's possible with the block editor. And I think they've done a really fabulous job. So just go click on the post, scroll down. It's a, it's huge. It's absolutely enormous. And just sort of think to yourself, okay, this was created in Gutenberg. You know, there's an awful, I mean, it's all made up of horizontal rows, but there's lots of animated GIFs, I imagine that they are, lots of different typography and floated images and so on and so forth. And I just think it's a really nice illustration of where where, where a, a nice, simple design can be achieved through Gutenberg. And you can certainly make something which looks very contemporary with the block editor. So cracking job, like it. I could well have put this next article inside the not WordPress, but useful anyway, but I've included it because there are tangential references to WordPress. It's on TechCrunch and the article's called Gatsby raises 15 million Series A for its modern web development platform. Well, Gatsby is a platform, um, seemingly, I hear about this all the time now. It's not really a household name, but it's now being used since its inception in 2015 by the likes of IBM, PayPal, uh, Airbnb, and so on and so forth. And the idea is that it kind of does away with the old lamp stack and it moves to more modern if you like open source tools um, it also does away with uh, I'm going to quote monolithic CMS systems and instead brings together a variety of tools that still allow content creators to use platforms like WordPress or Drupal to create what's essentially a headless CMS um, in that case, Gatsby simply becomes the presentation layer for the CMS. This is not something I've experimented with, but uh, $15 million is obviously been taken in their Series A round of funding, which means that people are taking this seriously. And obviously the names that I mentioned themselves lend to that credibility. Gatsby itself is based upon Gatsby JS, which is an open source project. Um, and apparently two and two and a half thousand people have contributed since it began. Um, but anyway, there you go. A sort of giant shift potentially in the future. We'll, we'll see how this develops. Okay, let's move on now and talk about plugins. That's our next section, plugins and themes. Over on WP Tavern, we have information about a new plugin, which is on version 1.0 called WP Helpful, which is a user feedback plugin. This is just such a great idea. I love this. Essentially, what this plugin allows you to achieve is it allows you to put the, the arrangement of miserable icon face through to happy icon face. There's five of them and they get increasingly more happy the further you go to the right. And the idea is that you just simply put this on your content or at the end of your content anywhere where you would like to be told how helpful was this? You know, so you've written a nice long article and you would like to have some feedback about it. You, you simply click on the face and then offer some written suggestions if you would like to. And Justin Tadlock, who has written this article, he talks about how it's easy to deploy. You simply um, decide to put it at the end of your posts, or you can use one simple shortcode, WP Helpful, and that's it. There's nothing else to do particularly. He also goes on, though, to to suggest how the plugin could have extra premium features. But there's a very, very nice section, which I really commend Justin for called How Does the Code Stack Up? And this might not be for everybody, but 
we, we haven't really seen this um, on WP Tavern articles before. He actually goes into the technicalities of how he feels it's been put together. Um, and he actually mentions things that need patching. So that's just, just really good. So nice plugin and a lovely write-up uh, describing um, the things that it does well and the things that he thinks it could be could be improved from a technological point of view. Next piece of plugin news we've got is about a plugin called RafflePress. Now, RafflePress is quite interesting for a couple of reasons. Number one, because we actually have a, a competition using RafflePress on the WP Builds website. If you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash win, you'll be able to see the very top uh, competition is a RafflePress competition where we're using RafflePress to give away RafflePress. It's a kind of viral plugin that allows you to en enable people to sort of score points for doing certain activities online and the more points that they get the more chance they've got of winning whatever prize it is that you've offered and they've got a, an update this week where they've added the option to have as one of the things that they need to do in order to gather those points is to is to complete a survey or answer questions in a poll so now in order to gather those points they need to answer those questions or fill out the, the survey in some way. So this might be quite a nice way of getting some data from your clients or customers and give them something back in return. The prizes are not limited to digital. It could be real world prizes, whatever you like. But uh, anyway, go and check it out at wpbuilds.com forward slash win and you might be able to actually win RafflePress yourself. Three growth licenses of a $199 valuation. Elemental back this week with yet another amazing development. They've got a blog post entitled Introducing Pro Gallery. I suggest that really to make the most out of this, you go and watch the video that Ben Pines has put together. With Elementor Pro 2.7, you've got this new Pro Gallery widget and it enables you to basically create any number of galleries you like with every conceivable way of displaying those galleries. So for example, you can do grid layouts where everything's neatly arranged. You can choose how many columns and rows. You can justify everything. You can put a masonry layout together and you can very quickly in the Elementor UI change the padding and the margins and also things like overlays so you can do CSS gradients and things like that you, I would like I say I would reiterate go and watch the video it's very short about two minutes and it gives you an idea of, of what this what this is capable of one nice feature that they've added is the ability to have multiple galleries that can filter things so for example you might have a gallery of um, pictures from different years and you can click on the year above the gallery and it will just kind of um, with JavaScript move things out the way and reposition things so that the, the correct gallery is showing. So all included in Elementor Pro. If you're using that, you don't have to spend any more money. It's just in there. Uh, there we go. Gallery Pro or should I say Pro Gallery by Elementor. P. Tavern again, this time an article entitled Human Made Releases Publication Checklist Plugin Designed for the Block Editor or Human Made, which is a UK-based, um, although massively distributed internationally, um, team of WordPress developers. They have got this publication checklist plugin, which they've released. Now, apparently they have something similar, which they use for the websites that they themselves uh, ship out to their clients. Um, and it's this platform is called Altis, A-L-T-I-S. So what they've done is they've taken this um, publication checklist plugin and made it available. Now, it's very bare bones. That is to say, you would probably need to be a developer to wrangle with this because there are, it isn't yet ready for for 
general usage and you need to tweak it. But nevertheless, the idea is really cool, I think. So Ryan McHugh talks in this blog post and he says, because this is built for the block editor, you can build the UI for your own checks in React, allowing users to fix issues in line or providing richer interactions. For example, jump to block failing this check. So the idea is that before something is capable of being published, it would iterate through a whole range of checks. So for example, have you published this on Apple News yet? Have you added an um, an alt tag or a caption to the image as is required? Have you adjusted the SEO settings and so on and so forth? And unless those criteria have been met, the, the article simply can't be published. It also adds the capability to see the status of these um, tasks in the, the posts admin UI. But like I say, not ready yet. There are no checks available. By default, you'd have to build out your own. But I could see this actually becoming something incredibly useful in WordPress itself, WordPress core. I, I don't suppose that'll happen because 80% of the people are not going to need it. But I, I could see this being uh, taken up by a developer and being very useful. You can imagine setting your own criteria so you don't accidentally publish something until all of the things that you need to do are achieved. Very nice. We've spoken about Editor's Kit a few times in the past, which is um, an add-on to the block editor, enabling you to do all sorts of things like um, modify fonts and so on and so forth. Well, um, Editor's Kit have made a tweet this week saying that they, well, I don't know whether this is out or not, but they're going to have the estimated reading time available in the Gutenberg interface. So I think it calculates this all by itself, like um, Medium does, and as soon as you click on the information icon, the eye icon in the block editor, it will show you the estimated reading time for a particular article, which presumably then you could add with a short code to the, to the header of your post so that people could judge for themselves whether they wanted to pursue it or not. But yeah, lovely. Well done, Jeffrey, for another nice addition to Editor's Kit. A different page builder, this time the Breezy page builder. They've got version 1.0.82 and the article is entitled Improved UI, Optimizations and Free Shape Dividers. So they've shipped a few things from the pro version over to the free version, which is always a nice way around to do it. So if you've got the free version only, you've got some new capabilities. In the article, they talk about the fact that um, you know the, these updates take a little bit of time and they hope that the community stick with them. So they've got an improved UI for styling. All the borders and shadow options were moved under colors section and this simplifies the interface, but also it lets you set different uh, options for the normal and hover states. They've also tightened up the color picker, adding different styles in a, in a nice drop down that was overlaid on the top of the color wheel. And the height of the toolbars is important when you're working in Breezy, it says. And this is one of the things that we're always looking to improve. They've also added the capability to have normal and hover states so that you can flick between those. You've also got this great little feature where you can now have text image masks. So let's say you've got a lovely big uh, font, which is lovely and wide and fat and enormous, and you would like to put an image behind it. You can do that. You can apply gradients to it as well. And also there's now text shadows uh, available, which apparently wasn't possible before. 
in the UI, the, the panel which sweeps in from the left where you choose what modules, which elements you want to drop onto the page, you can now search. So you can go into a text field and search for elements, but you can also toggle on and off the ones that you would like and would not like to see. So they use the example of SoundCloud, their SoundCloud module. If you never use that, you can just say, switch it off. I don't want to see that again and, and it'll be gone. They've also got shape dividers. As I said, some features that got, have gone from pro to free shape dividers is one of those. And they've also made some optimizations under the hood, um, but you can read more about this if you click on the link. The next section is entitled Deals of the Week, and I've got two, or rather, kind of feels like one. They're both from the same developer. So two themes that have come out uh, available this week um, have got themselves 30% off. If you click in the show notes, you'll find the coupon code there. Click on the the links and apply the coupon code and you'll get 30% off. These are from Arindo Duque, who is the chap behind WP Admin Pages Pro and WP Ultimo. And these are themes which are specifically designed to make a difference in the WP Admin area. So they're not the front end type of themes which the client would see. These are to sweeten and make the admin area look different. So this might be good if you're giving your clients the sites and you want them to have something which looks a bit different to WordPress. Perhaps if you've got a, um, a WAS or website as a service, Anyway, they're called, one of them's called Material WP and one of them's just called Pro Theme. And go and check them out. I think they're rather nice. But also the, the point here is that you get 30% off them if you use the coupon code mentioned in the show notes. Right, let's do quickly do the security section. We don't really touch on security in great detail, but I will I'll mention what I've got for you this week. The first one is actually um, a, a thing about a, a product, which is WebArcs. They've got this thing called Malware Cleanup Guarantee, and I didn't really know, either this is new or I didn't know about it, but it says, did you know that you can get a complete malware cleanup guarantee for all your sites? And they say, whenever something happens to any of your sites, um, for example, your password leaks, your PC gets infected and so on and so forth, that sounds horrible, but they will do a manual clean. Um, if you've got a WebArcs account, you just go to the portal, click on the billing link and enable this for an additional $3.49 per month. Now, I'm not sure if that's per site or if that's per account. You know, if you've got 100 sites in there, that might not apply. I don't really know. But anyway, the point is that this seems like a very affordable way of doing it and you get them to do it absolutely manually. So that's a, that's a nice thing. The other two pieces in the security section are from the WordFriends blog. I won't go into the details, but I'll just mention the plugin names. Zero Day Vulnerability in Rich Reviews plugin, which is being exploited in the wild. So Rich Reviews plugin, if that rings a bell, really go and get that updated or check it out. And Authentication Bypass Vulnerability in GiveWP plugin. Um, I know that GiveWP is a plugin which is used very widely, lots and lots of installs. And so, yeah, Again, that is um, being, uh, well, it has an exploit. So go and get it checked out if you've got that on any of your sites. The unapologetically self-promotional WP build section 
I always laugh when I say that. We have three things for you this week. We launched a podcast. It's number 147 and entitled, What Does It Mean to Fail? It's a discussion with David Wormsley and I. And we, we talk about, you know, the fact that we all experience failure at some point. And what does that actually mean? You know, can you have control over everything in your business? Is it possible for you to never fail at things? What what kind of failure do you regard as being a failure? Are you the kind of person that can get over things quickly? Are you the kind of person that sweats all the details and can't let go so that's a that was a nice one we've had some nice comments back saying that they lots of people have enjoyed listening to this uh, particularly belinda white so there you go you got your mention belinda the next one i want to talk about was we had kyle van dusen from the admin bar on a contribute episode a wp builds contribute episode this week talking about his new product the website owner's manual now this is a a document which you can hand over to your clients and essentially it's a guide to try and get them onto your care plans to create some recurring revenue for you. It gives you all sorts of scripts for how you can combat the the pushback that you might get. Also scripts for how you can approach clients who've decided in the past that they didn't want it but maybe you're trying to convert them back onto it. Perhaps they're thinking of leaving and scripts to sort of reiterate why uh, they ought to stay. Basically it's a way of showing them the magnitude of the task that they might be getting themselves into if they don't get on your care plan and you can go and check it out we have a coupon code as well which you can use it's wp builds and you'll be able to get yourself i think it's 20 percent off the price of that uh, for a short period of time and the last one was just to say that we had a post in the wp builds facebook group which i would absolutely recommend that you go and join by david wormsley who was asking the question Changing the WP admin URL can help with security and server load. So should we all do it? And it was a nice thread. Um, lots of people chipping in saying, you know, security through obscurity doesn't really do much. Other people saying different ways that they find that this could be helpful. And really, it's just a testament, as I mentioned last week, for how cool the WP Builds Facebook group is. It's a great place for very polite, thought, well thought out and um, ponderous conversation. Very good. I started this section called jobs with the the high aspiration that lots of people would reach out to me and tell me about jobs that they've got going on. This week I've got nothing, but again, I'm sticking with it. I want people to uh, to tell me if they've got any jobs. This might be a very quick and simple way of finding an employee. So if you know of any jobs, let me know. If you've got some jobs, let me know. Uh, if you're available, maybe, maybe let me know about that as well. Okay, the last section is non-WordPress, but useful anyway. There's a chap called Richard Stallman who has been behind open source since its very beginning. And he had he has kind of resigned his position. Now, I am not going to get into the weeds of the conversation because it involves all sorts of uh, difficult moral and ethical dilemmas. But it's just to say that he has stepped down for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, and it would be, be kind of interesting, I suppose, to strike up a conversation about whether or not he should have been in the position of power, if you like, he has had for such a long time and what the boundaries are between his opinions and his and his work, whether to overlapped and whether his opinions should um, should have forced him to s step down. I Like I say, I'm not going to get involved in that. But anyway, Richard Stallman, a, a very long devotee of open source, has stepped down for all sorts of interesting reasons, shall we say. 
If you've seen the film Ready Player One, you'll know that there in that film there's a world that you can access via some VR goggles called the Oasis, and it's very compelling and addictive. Well, Facebook, who I suppose in a way are the masters of compelling and addictive, have decided they're going to launch in closed beta at the end of next year something called Horizon, which is trying to mimic that idea. It's much more cartoony than the Oasis was in that film, but the idea is that you'll be able to go there, build your own environments, play games, socialise, watch films hook up with friends all in user generated landscapes the it's it's much different to the the ready player one version because everything's got a much brighter color the characters that you adopt look completely different you know got big heads and absolutely no legs whatsoever you your characters move around and they look like they're walking but they don't have legs very strange anyway maybe if you're into vr and all that this can bring go and check it out very interesting i wonder how much time people will spend doing things like this in the future if that wasn't dystopian enough for you check out atlas the humanoid robot showing off new and improved gymnastics routines so again on TechCrunch, this is the boston dynamics folk who each each month or two seem to bring out a new and extraordinary capability on a robot so now we have a robot literally doing gymnastics routines you know jumping doing somersaults forward rolls backflips spins and so on just go check it out it's absolutely phenomenal and and you know again stretch into the future a little bit scary i've got a new service for you this week this one's called audius i think it's probably pronounced it's called unleash your music it's kind of a streaming service for up and coming artists so I've got nothing really to say about it because I haven't really looked at it, but I I thought it might be quite nice for people to get into. Um, It's for people who create music. You can listen to people who are kind of like unsigned. So it's a bit like Spotify for quality artists who haven't got um, another, you know, like a record label or can't get themselves on Spotify and so on and so forth. It looks really compelling. The website looks very professional and the write-ups that I've read so far look really good. I think it would be a nice aspiration. I don't know if I'll manage it every week, but wouldn't it be nice if I could end each of these news episodes with a nice piece of news? Well, this is a nice piece of news. Nothing to do with the interwebs or anything. This is a tweet uh, and it says projects. There's a a project in Stockholm. Um, It's a pilot project and it says photo radar cameras measure speed of passing cars. Those above the speed limit receive a fine. And those below are entered into a lottery for a chance to win a portion of the fines from the speeders. A great idea. The Swedish people, they're so full of great ideas. So many great things in Sweden. And um, yeah, just wonderful. So if you go slow, you might win some cash. That's all the WordPress news I've got for you this week. I hope that you enjoyed it. As always, I hope that you got something useful out of it. The WP Builds newsletter was brought to you today by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed-obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part? Their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. So you can migrate today for free at kinsta.com. Okay, join us next week when we'll bring you some more news for the week which is just beginning. 
If you can manage it, join us at 2 p.m. UK time in the Facebook group. Actually, if you just go to wpbuilds.com forward slash live, you'll be able to see the live feed. But if you're in the WP Builds Facebook group, then you can uh, you join us there, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook to join that group. And if we don't see you at either of those two things, maybe next Thursday when we have our WordPress podcast coming out. Also, I should mention that we've got our regular UI and UX um, review with Pichineri. That's on the 2nd of October, and I'll mention more about that in other places closer to the time, but that's going to be live as well. Okay, I hope you enjoy that. Bye-bye for now.